What we eat, what we drink, how much we exercise and how we sleep. All this determines how well we feel. Wellness, it's a big topic here in the Arab world. And in June, the first Global Wellness Day was celebrated in the UAE. Hosted by Madanat Jumeirah's Talese Spa in cooperation with the DNA Centre for Integrative Medicine and Wellness. Global Wellness Day was held under the patronage of His Highness Sheikh Nayan bin Mubarak Al Nayan, the Minister of Culture, Youth and Community Development. And you can hear now His Highness addressing the audience, outlining the importance of well-being and health here in the Emirates. The leaders of the United Arab Emirates would agree with the person who said and the, the name and the quote, the health of the people is really the foundation upon which all their happiness and all their powers as a state depend. As I the present Sheikh Khalid bin Zayed al persistently supports all aspects of healthcare industry in our country and insists on the highest quality. The UAE has become a leading destination for people seeking professional health care in our region. The UAE wants a healthcare system that is responsive to the needs of individuals and the community at large. Listening there to His Highness Sheikh Nayan bin Mubarak Al Nayan, the Minister of Culture, Youth and Community Development. During the celebrations of the first Global Wellness Day in the UAE, many experts came together to discuss all issues regarding health and well-being. One of them was Dr. Nassim Ashraf, the founder, CEO and Chief Medical Officer at DNA Centre for Integrative Medicine and Wellness. They were one of the hosts at the event and Dr. Nassim is the UAE's Ambassador for Global Wellness. I started off by asking Dr. Nassim to give an overview of the main message he wanted to get across on this special day. The Global Wellness Day is being celebrated in the UAE for the first time. You know, there are 72 other countries that are doing it, so I'm really proud that, you know, we are able to do it here. And the basic objective and goal of doing it is to raise community awareness, to educate and inform people, to make better lifestyle choices, from nutrition to food to exercise to sleep to driving habits to personal lives. It's all about choices and about how we prudently uh, conduct our lives. The Global Wellness Day is focused on wellness, and as you see, wellness is a multi-faceted uh, uh, term. To me, it means you know being aware of to make the right choices, to bring peace, harmony, and balance inside each individual. And as we bring peace, harmony, and balance, it's not just medically. But sociologically, the whole community benefits. My purpose actually of holding this here and now to enhance it was to really create a community uh, current of uh, awareness. And I think once we do this and more young people are involved, I really would like next year for the schools and colleges and the universities to adopt this and celebrate it. They don't have to come to one central event like this. But they can do it in their own ways to enhancing awareness, educating people about, you know, the choices we make, particularly with regards to food and exercise. I think those are the two biggies, if you ask me, uh, that are responsible for the epidemic of chronic diseases in the UAE, such as obesity, diabetes. You know, one in three UAE kids is obese. One in four is a diabetic. 
So I think this is really mind-boggling and it portends very seriously for the future that in this country the cost of health care and the burden of disease will be simply non-sustainable. So I think we have to do this today. And I always say that, you know, the UAE stands in healthcare where the U.S. was in the 60s, 50 years ago. So let's learn from those mistakes. Let's not repeat them. But let's try to actually leapfrog ahead. And through wellness movement, it's really a movement, we want to actually encourage people to take charge of their lives. And the Global Wellness Day, I say, let this be the one day that change your life and feel better because I think many people live and work and uh, children included uh, maybe not to their fullest capacity fullest optimal health and we don't necessarily realize that and it's about knowing that you can feel better you don't have to live in this half state of compromising yourself energy wise the way you think the way you feel no reason absolutely but let me also say you know it's all individual and we all can't be saints all the time so I tell my patients or guests a very simple, practical rule of thumb. I said, you know, in management or everything in life, there's an 80-20 rule, right? 80% of the time, be good. So then if you have 20% on a weekend, you have friends and you're over for a party, it's okay. Your body will recover. But if you do it every single day and have a big cheesy burger with lots of french fries or two, three times a week, then you're afraid, you know, you're going to end up with lots of health issues. So, yes, I think there is a lot of potential for people to lead very productive, healthy, young, youthful lives. You know, the, the whole aging thing, as I say, you know, that 80 is the new 60. So, fine, but it can only happen if we pay attention to our lifestyles. And it's all about, as I said, how we eat, what we drink uh, or don't drink and avoiding smoking. Uh, exercise is the one thing that can trump anything. Similarly, most important to have eight hours of sleep. Be at peace with yourself. Don't imagine troubles. And live in the present. It's easier said than done. But I think if you do all of them consciously, you will succeed 80% of the time. And that's all that counts. It actually leads to then, you know, this yoga. This is a phenomenal thing for bringing inner peace and how to de-stress ourselves. Because stress is the biggest killer. It's, at the, it's, it's the one common denominator for producing almost every disease in the human system. It starts with stress because it messes up all your hormones and then it leads to damage in the cells and the blood vessels and leads to heart attacks, strokes, cancer, you name it. So you're right, I think the potential has to be fully exploited and it's up to each individual to exploit that. Our job as healthcare professionals, as healers, as workers simply is to assist and to provide information and, if I may say, lead by example. You have to do it yourself for the patients to believe in it. Thanks to Dr. Nassim, the founder and CEO and chief medical officer at DNA Centre for Integrative Medicine and Wellness. When we come back, we'll hear more from the centre and Dr. Tina Kornbach talking about relaxation and stress management. We'll also be hearing from nutrition executive Chef Gabby as she shares her insight into healthy eating. Stay with us. Marking Global Wellness Day at 
Natalie Spar at Sukhmadanat Jumeirah, along with Dr. Tina Kornbach, naturopathic and homeopathic practitioner at DNA Centre for Integrative Medicine and Wellness. I talked to her about relaxation and stress management, and to be more specific, about autogenic training. I began by asking her what that is exactly. It has some elements of meditation, but it works with visualizations and affirmations. So with pictures, journeys, imaginary journeys, and also with um, certain phrases and sentences that are repeated. And it can be individualized too. So there is a set of standard um, sentences, but there's also a possibility to individualize it and to take other things into account. It's good for sleep management, for example, or sleep support. It is something we talk more and more about, we feel it more, we are perhaps even aware of it, but we have to keep going, getting on with our day, getting on with our work, family life, just busy, busy, busy. But to understand the actual real impact continual stress or consistent stress can have on a body's health, their mind, their Mm -hmm. physical, how it can impact on you physically and mentally. Yes. So there are certain stress-induced ailments and and diseases, let it be migraine, headaches, recurring headaches. Even the immune system is very sensitive towards stress, so allergies or low immunity can derive from from a stressful life. It could be fibromyalgia, other pain and aches in the body. So there are a lot of stress-induced diseases which show that the response to the stress is maybe not ideal. So we can't really do much about the stress level itself or there's only so much we can do to to keep ourselves busy but, but handle it in a healthy way. But we can change our response to stress. And that is what autogenic training is um, helping with or supporting. Is it real? I mean, people talk about it, but is it, would you say in your experience, we're looking globally at wellness, what are the things that are the most concerning globally, if you like, when it comes to people's health and wellness? Is it stress? Is it what the certain things that might be at the top of your list of what you're seeing globally with people? Well, if you look at the incidences of heart attacks, of um, cardiovascular diseases, which are highly related to stress and to stressful um, occupations even, um, the incident rate there is much higher than in, um, in other occupations, then you see that there is a global need. And, and also with all the stimuli coming from outside, they're ever-growing with the, the fast pace of life. What about technology? Technologies, there's um, a lot of, say, simply radiation coming up um, and, and we are facing that every day, even in our sleep. So the sleep may have changed, the quality may have changed over the years and it's not that restful anymore. People wake up in the morning but they don't feel rested and restored. So I think there's a global need for, for stopping what we are doing and um, realizing that wellness and relaxation are actually um, vital parts of our life. We need a balance. Executive chef Gabrielle Kurz specializes in nutrition and wellness and she integrates her expertise into the menus at the Madanat Jumeirah and of course at Talese Spa and their Talese Nutrition Programme. Sharing her juicy delights and healthy recipes, she took on the role of chef de cuisine in 2007 and has worked since then on improving on well-being across not only Jumeirah but of course here in the UAE. Always an inspiration to talk to Chef Gabby. She shares now the key message that she wants to get across when it comes to diet and nutrition. The key message is, is really that with every bite we eat, we can increase beauty, 
health and well-being of our body and this is the, the main this is the main uh, thing i really want to, to to get across because we eat regularly and with regularity it's our choice with what we build our body off because our cells renew themselves con- uh, constantly so yes what we eat is what we become explain a little bit about nutrient rich food lower calorie but rich on the nutrients Yes, yes, very, very important point. Thank you. Uh, exactly. So we have nowadays, if you, if you see it around, we have so much food around. It's actually we live in abundance, but very often it lacks nutrients or lacks good nutrients. Very often it's just empty calories, uh, empty carbohydrates and doesn't really supply the necessary minerals, vitamins, fibers. We really need to, to stay healthy and uh, to build proper cells from it. So yes, it is important how you compose your food. I mean, I always, I'm a big supporter of raw food um, because it's rich in vitamins, it is fresh, you know, it's it's quite natural. Then um, as well, um, less sugar, eat less sugar as you can. Um, that includes, unfortunately, also the sweet fruits, you know, because very often what we do, if we, if we think of, okay, then we, we eat, you know, we drink uh, uh, fruit juices in abundance and then we still have it high in sugars. These things are very important. White flour products and uh, uh, where, where you don't have the minerals anymore, where you don't have the fibers anymore. So these are really good food swaps, which you could do easily. So I would always recommend take it step by step change a few habits one at a time so that you really can incorporate them in your daily cooking in your daily food preparation because if you take it all at once you might be overwhelmed by the task and then uh, we do it for a while and then we just ditch it because it's, it's too complicated it's too much in one habits grow you know slowly and once you are comfortable with one or two changes, you take on the next and the next. That's actually the best way to do it, right? I agree. I think I'm learning that is that do <laughs> one thing at a time. And also that idea of uh, the way we used to think about calories, actually think about the nutrients, the goodness exactly. in the food. Yeah. And that's a really, that's, I've, I've found that a much better marker and I'm mm. feeling better Correct. for it. Yeah, yeah. We at Talis Nutrition, we don't recommend counting calories. Of course, you would need to look at an overall caloric intake that that does not exceed a certain amount. But um, don't chase every calorie. See how our menus are made. And none of our menus is a calorie count uh, uh, given. This is the reason, because what people then do, they just focus on calories. And if you compare what has more calories, an apple or a slice of uh, white toast bread... It's the toast bread that has less calories, but it is also the unhealthier food choice. So there you can easily compare um, where you should actually go to, you know, (laughs) what you should pick. So I really, I'm all for good nutrients. Of course, portion control, if someone needs to control weight, um, is, is is a point, but nutrients are so important. Dr. Nassim just said there in his opening speech about the key to good health is nutrition. Mm -hmm. We talk about exercise, we talk about different lifestyle choices, but the absolute essence to get right first is your diet and nutrition. 100%. I mean, I can can a story about it. I've been brought up on on healthy food because my mom changed to a healthy diet when I was about five or six years old, and it it was for health reasons. And and I remember she went from doctor to doctor. No one could really, really help her, and she, she found then one who said you know what I can help you but 
you need to do your bit and you need to change your diet entirely. So we didn't really live unhealthy, but she had to change entirely. And that was back then when no one had really healthy food. It was difficult because he told her no coffee, no sugar, no white flour or products with it. No meat, so he took even the meat out, he said, for a while at least. Um, then sleep, move outside, you know, go, go outside every day, walk, you know, brisk walking, something like that. And it was really interesting because she recovered so quickly and it was an eye-opener for, for us. And then, um, of course, she got into healthy cooking. We started, we started all these things with muesli, etc. I think I was the first uh, child in, at school who had, you know, how you say this, wholesome dark breads with it and had, had muesli in the morning. No one else did. I was like, <laughs> like an alien there. But it was really interesting how far we have come already. We know now a lot more. Things are easily available. When you go to normal supermarkets, you find everything what you need, right? You have shelves. There are these nice organic uh, produce. You find wholesome things. It's no one can say it's difficult living a healthy lifestyle. It's actually very simple, but it's interesting how much you can change with food. She totally recovered, and that was for me actually a, 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 an eye opener at a very young age. And um, I have to say, it's, yeah, it, yeah. Well, <laughs> I kind of got into it uh, uh, just by by family reasons. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was it was very interesting because you can see how it how it works, and that is something everyone can start at any point and just change his diet because that's what you do regularly. We eat regularly and the regularity is a major thing. If you have a healthy meal once in a while and your main nutrition is not good, it doesn't have a big impact or has, I, I, I dare to say it has no impact at all. And vice versa, the same thing. If you eat a healthy diet, you know, throughout your life and you once in a while eat something that is not so healthy, it's not a problem at all. Or let's say it should not be a problem because your body needs to be strong enough to cope with that. But if you constantly lack on good nutrients and uh, your body has to deplete its own stores, you know, in the bones, in, 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 in the connective tissue, whatever, and, and taking from there, you slowly, slowly come down and then it's a point where you really have to be extremely strict with yourself. That's a really good point about how the body it yeah. copes and everybody's different it's and so you've got to key into that and understand mm. your body and what yeah. state of health you really yeah. truly are be honest about yeah. that yeah because of course i always hear that uh, you are taking the fun out of life right with your healthy lifestyle and healthy eating it's not the case yeah, if you're feeling all, great then ah, you're yes. happier and, uh, right of course that's where we are chefs we know how to cook it right <laughs> <laughs> you need to make it nice of yeah. course but uh, it is it is so much more rewarding to have uh, you know a good diet and, uh, and and a good lifestyle you wake up you know more refreshed you you sleep better you move better you look better you know so many things Gabby always an inspiration thank you very much thank, thank you, you Suzanne thank you <laughs> thanks to everybody who was there to mark Global Wellness Day at Souk Madanat Jumeirah's Talese Spa and to all the hosts including the DNA Centre for Integrative Medicine and Wellness to find out more about all of the people I spoke to and the Global Awareness Day then go to our website at dubaii1038.com and we posted the blog up there and you can check out the health page as well and see how I'm getting on when it comes to eating a raw vegan diet I'm 10 days in and it's been quite an experience. So, yeah, if you're looking for some knowledge, some inspiration and some insights, then, uh, yeah, check out the blog, see the pictures and what I've learned about some of the foods that we eat. That's it from me. Have yourselves a great day. I'll be back with you tomorrow from 10 a.m. Stay with us now for The Word.